Hello everyone and welcome to the Writer's Tactic Podcast. Today we will be answering the question, what are the various strategies, tactics, or moves that writers employ? Uh, first I must ask, do you consider yourself a writer? If you answer no, answer this. Have you ever written a grocery list, an essay for school, a work email, a long text message, written in a journal, taken notes for school, or anything you can possibly think of that involves typing or writing? Well, and guess what? You are a writer. This mindset is the first strategy you must employ as a good writer. To consider yourself a writer without having written extraordinary pieces of work or multiple essays or a novel, believing that everyone is a writer in one way or another, another establishes the sense of confidence and creates a safe space within yourself. And once you have the sense of comfort within yourself, it becomes so much easier to write because you don't doubt your abilities. You don't undermine yourself. You know that you have written and you can and will improve over time. Even if right now you may think you are not a good writer, that is okay. No one is just born a good writer. It takes practice and it takes work, which is why allowing yourself to be open about how to improve is so important. Which leads me to the next important tactic to know, which is to listen to the feedback people give to you and don't receive it in a negative light. Most people are sensitive to criticism, and that's okay. It is very natural to feel vulnerable over something you create. It's common to feel protective over things we create and write because it's a piece of ourselves we're pouring into our work. But my best advice is to open yourself up to receiving criticism and feedback because it helps so much to receive multiple views on how to improve. Writing workshops are the best practice to incorporate effective feedback into any classroom or group of writers. When friends or classmates evaluate each other's writing, it can help anybody feel more at ease with constructive criticism while allowing them to receive multiple points of views. But in order to receive feedback, we need to learn how to give it first. Remember, fix is the forbidden word. Giving feedback is not meant to fix someone's writing. The goal is to give suggestions for improvement. We're not meant to be focusing on things related to syntax or grammar or spelling. Most people are not perfect in in their grammar and spelling or any of that, and that is completely normal. Because instead of focusing and zoning into surface level stuff like this in writing, it should be more about the contextual things. When we are reading things, our initial thoughts are, oh, this needs a comma, or oh, this word is misspelled, because we have been wired to think this way. What we should focus on is how to improve a piece of writing that doesn't have to do with this surface level stuff. And this is going to require more analytical and critical thinking, which is going to be hard for someone initially. But you can use questions such as how was it written? Why was it written? Did it achieve the goal or purpose? That way as a respondent, we are analyzing everything about the writing besides what we initially think about it. How can this paper become more clear? Are these sentences placed in the right spot or could they be moved? Is this elaborated to its full potential? Can something be explained further? These are questions to keep in mind in a writing workshop. And in a writing workshop, everyone will gradually improve their writing over time by receiving different perspective. 
This is important because as students or as writers receive feedback from people who are sim simultaneously trying to improve their writing, well, it's the best way to improve because everyone is trying to get better. For future educators, a teacher's role in a workshop is to evaluate the feedback that was given and make sure it's moving in a progressive manner. Workshops can also create a more lax environment where students don't feel scrutinized. They move away from being graded and instead towards having real discussions about writing. Because imagine, you write an essay, you try your absolute best, and you get back your grade and it's a C. Now you're asking yourself, what did I do wrong? Am I just a bad writer? It is so hard to feel confident after something like that. Another strategy to keep in mind is keeping your writing reader-based prose. As soon as we start writing, we are in a writer-based prose mentality. We must make the switch and act as, act as if someone is reading our writing. For our future educators, having students recognize they are writing for a reader moves them away from the natural writer-based prose writing. In order to have a student think more about the reader, teachers can create the assignments that identify a realistic audience. For example, using language such as convince the reader, help the reader understand, make the writing easy to understand for the reader. By creating this reader-based prose mentality, it becomes easier for students and writers to attend to the reader. Therefore, when giving feedback, the reader can more easily respond to the writing that attests to them. Because if the writer is writing for themselves, well, the reader is left in the dark. They might not be able to understand what the writing even means, leaving them incapable incapable of giving good responses to help the writer. So by adopting a reader-based prose mentality, we can write what we want to write, but make sure that it's understandable for the person who may read it as well. That being said, I hope you learned something useful today. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll talk to you later.